This is the Sanctuary LA podcast. We are a real church for real people in the heart of downtown Los Angeles. And I just want to encourage you that the greatness of your tomorrow deserves your time and attention today. Okay, and so this is my first point, and I'm going to read the scripture here in a moment, but this is my first point. If you're taking notes, make time during the Christmas season, make time to prepare, pray, and process for your future. I'm going to say it again. This is a perfect opportunity to make time to prepare, pray, and process for your future. You know, around this time, my wife and I will get together and we'll kind of look at what's going to happen in the new year. We like to pray, plan, and process for your future. Your future is great. Every person in here, I just want to prophesy over everybody and say your future is greater than your today. As good as it is, it's going to get better. And as great as it is, God's intention is that it gets better. And if it's so great, it deserves, if it carry, if your future carries so much weight, it deserves your time and attention to plan for in, in the today. And, and so during this holiday season, take time, set time aside for yourself to, to pray. Pray about your future. Um, and, and you don't have to know everything about your future to pray for your future. Um, I, when I pray for my future, I'm, many times I'm just speaking what the Word says about my future. Lord, I just thank you, God, that, that, um, that my future is blessed in Jesus' name. Lord, I thank you, Lord, that you're going to give me wisdom to do whatever I need to handle out there in my future. Lord, I just thank you, God, that every door is, uh, is going to open that you desire for to open in 2019. Lord, I thank you that there are relationships in 2019 that I'm going to have that I don't know anything about, but I just thank you for what you're going to do. You got to speak life into your future. Take time before you get over there to prophesy and speak things into your future. Okay. And, and I'll give you an example of this, but let's look at Proverbs chapter four, verse 25. Then I'm going to give you a practical example of how that happened for my wife and I. It says here in Proverbs four, verse 25, it says, let your eyes look straight ahead, ahead where you aren't yet, but where you're going ahead. Look at your neighbor and say, look ahead. Let your eyes look straight ahead. So here we are in December. It's Christmas season. It's holidays. Take time to look straight ahead. Pray, plan, and process for your future. Let your eyes look straight ahead and your eyelids look right before you meaning it is in front of you. Take time to look at your future. You know, the Bible says, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, for the joy set before, even Jesus did this. He had a joy beyond his cross that he focused on. He had to go through the cross, but his eyes weren't sitting on that cross. Somebody say amen. So you don't want to look at, don't look at the trial. Look at what's beyond it. For the joy set before him, before him, in front of him, in front of, on the other side of the cross, Jesus himself as a, as a man was looking beyond the cross for the joy that was set before him. He endured the cross. When we're focused on what's ahead, it's harder to get distracted by the temptations of the present. 
I'm going to say it again. When we're focused on what's ahead, when our eyes look straight ahead and our eyelids look before us, when we're focused on what's ahead, it's harder to get distracted by the temptations of the present. Has anybody out there ever done something stupid and you were like, man, I should have thought about what this would have cost. Anybody there with me? Yeah. And you were like, I was not thinking. Anybody? We have a, a four-year-old and a six-year-old. And daily, uh, they're not thinking. They, they are not thinking. They did not think that through. Right? And so, and so that, that there's something about just looking ahead and it'll keep you focused. That you have such a great future in God that if you look ahead and see all that God wants to do for you, that just any kind of relationship, any kind of available person is not going to pull you off track because I'm focused on something greater than my present. And I'm not going to compromise my present because it's going to mess up my tomorrow. And, and that's what jesus did facing the cross he looked beyond it i'll give you an example of this we recently um well it was maybe just a couple months ago we ordained my wife as a pastor just not too long ago right and then she was looking through her journal and was it i think it was even from uh, a year before or more more than a year but she had took some time to process her future she wrote it down god put on her heart that she would be ordained one day and so before i think it was the weekend we were about to ordain i think the day before we were just driving she's like oh look at my journal it said i, I felt and i think in her wording in her journal she says i feel like god's telling me i'm going to be ordained she never shared it with me when she wrote it down because she didn't want to be accountable to fulfill that no i'm just kidding i'm just joking lighten up guys come on now it's okay you're in church you can laugh and smile but but there's something she took time um between her and the lord wrote this thing down and and this thing it came to pass and many times when you take time to pray process and plan for your future uh you're gonna you're gonna see things come to pass that'll probably even sneak up on you this she wasn't she didn't she wasn't reminded um just in her own mind she was just looking through her journal going wow look at that you know, she had written that thing down and she had took time to do that. Here we go. I'm going to give you a quote here. Nothing we do can change the past, but everything we do changes the future. I'm going to say it again, that nothing we do can change the past, but everything we do changes the future. Decisions you make this, this Christmas season, this holiday season, take time Take some time for yourself. Have some me time. Write some things down. The Bible says, you know, write the vision down. Make it plain that those that read it can run. You want to run into this new year. Write down what you feel God's telling you. Where, where are you going? What do you want to see happen in 2019? What do you want to see happen in your life? What is there a new job opportunity, a new career opportunity? Even if you're already headed that way, I encourage you, write that down. Put it in a journal. Put something down. Pray about it. Keep it before you. And, and you're going to watch and see what God does. Once again, nothing we, we do 
can change the past, but everything we do changes the future. There's some things in my past I'm not proud of. There's some things in my past that were hurtful. There's some things in 2018 that, that is not so I want it to stay in 2018. There are some things that happen. There's some struggles that happen. I don't want to carry that over into the new year. I want to I want to shed that stuff. I want to leave it there and I want to move forward in what God's called me to do. Philippians chapter 3 uh, verse 12. Philippians chapter 3 verse 12 says this. This is the Apostle Paul. Not that I have already attained or I'm already perfected. Um, look at your neighbor and say, I'm not perfect yet. Look back at him and say, um, look back and tell somebody else, say, you're not perfect yet. Okay. Not that I've already attained or am already perfected, but I press on. I press on that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has laid hold of me. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things that are ahead. I press toward the goal for the prize for the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. I'm going to read that last part again. I'm forgetting those things which are behind uh, and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. I'm here to tell everybody in here that there are some things ahead for you that it is getting better for you, that it might be good, but it's going to get better. Your marriage might be great, but it's going to get better. Your single life, your walk with God, the purpose God put in you, everything God has done in your life has been good, but it's going to get better. The Bible says that just as the day gets brighter to the full day, your life as a righteous person does get better. Um, it's it, forgetting those things which are behind, reaching forward to those things which are ahead and stretching forward. I press towards the goal. Forgetting. This is what forgetting means. It means to not allow the past to clutter your mind today. Forgetting is a mental thing. It is in your mind. Like you, you have to forget and shut that stuff out. Don't allow those things to cloud your today, your mind today. Forgetting those things that are behind I press forward. Reaching forward means stretching intensely toward. And without a shadow of a doubt, church, you must believe according to the word that your future will be brighter than your present. You have to believe in your heart of hearts that your 2019 is going to be better than 2018. You have to walk out of this, out of this um, church today and say, man, my, my, this week is going to be better than last week. That I'm walking with God and he has got my life in the palm of his hand and it's going to get better. I'm so thankful for everything God has done, but I'm thankful for the things he's going to do. I'm thankful for the future. I'm thankful for things I don't even know that they're going to happen. I thank you. There are miracles in 2019. There are things that are going to be far beyond my ability to comprehend hand that he'll do exceedingly abundantly above everything that I could ask or think God has got your future you must believe according to the word that your future will be brighter than your present and than your past all right and so so once again what was my first point make time to prepare pray and process for your future. You have a future in God. 
You, you have a future in the kingdom of God. You, you have a future beyond how you feel. You have a future beyond um, maybe uh, people around you. And many times you're fighting things. I believe this with all my heart that many of us are fight through things because you are starting something that was never handed to you. Maybe by your own parents and your own lineage that you are pressing towards something in the kingdom of God that is you are the first to go you are pressing a little further you are you are going into God a little deeper you are you are you know many of you in here I'm, I, that you many of you are educated you didn't come from an environment where education was but you did that thing you you pressed in many of you maybe you came from an environment where 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 they, people only went so far in maybe their obedience to God or or their own uh, pursuit of God and and you are pressing into something and I want to encourage you to keep pressing church keep pressing into what God has called you to do make time to pray to prepare pray and process for your future let's go to Galatians chapter 6 verse 10 Galatians chapter 6 verse 10 and it'll be up here on the screen make time to prepare pray and process for your future now, I'm going to read this here in a moment, but I'll give you another practical example. It was during the Christmas holidays. I was with my wife. This was a few years ago. We were visiting my dad up in Northern California. We were just driving. And at the time of Sanctuary LA, at that time, Pastor Jay was preaching Sanctuary LA. He would literally like an OC team would come to LA and kind of unpack church, literally set it all up, put it back in the van and the trailer and drive it back to OC. And so uh, slowly but surely the team started to build here and everything. So in tw the um, December of 2014, uh, it was during December. And this is the time that I pray, plan and process for my future. I was driving, I believe from the airport or something to my dad's and, and somewhere up in Northern California. I, was, I told my wife, just praying, we were processing. I was like, babe, I believe that even with my current responsibilities at our OC campus, I believe that we can pastor that community. I believe we can make it work. Well, man, I didn't say that exactly. I kind of held out some of the details from her um, until we got ordained to be pastors here. No, uh, but, but I was saying, I think we can make this work. I believe, you know, and it was, this was almost a year before Pastor Jay set us as the pastors here, which was in the fall of 2015. And so we, I remember during that time, it was just a time for me to get away from the, the, the daily grind and stuff. And I was able to just see that this could work. Like we can actually step into this. And it took us from December all the way until the following November 2015 to where it actually happened. But there was time for us to think and to process. So I approached Pastor Jay and, and I said, hey, I believe this. I'm willing to do this, Pastor Jay. This community needs somebody that's just there, that's all up in, all up in the trenches. Let's do this. Willing to just grind this thing out. Willing to build this thing. I'll pastor that community. Me and Crystal go both. I haven't spoken to her about the details yet, Pastor Jay. But this woman is down. She is with me. She's going to follow me wherever the Lord leads. Somebody say amen. I said, somebody say amen. amen. She's on the front row now. Come on, give her a hand, everybody. <laughs> but 
But when we were talking in Northern California, it was more like, hey, I think we could kind of help, just kind of, kind of feel, you know, kind of help lead even more, right? And then I come back, and then I, we came back home. This is in probably in January by now. I'm like, hey, Pastor Jay, I think we could do this. We're willing to do this, Pastor Jay. And then, and then he's like, mm, okay, let's pray about it, whatever. And then I went to my wife and says, hey, babe, Pastor Jay said we could pastor. She's like, you didn't tell me that. You didn't say it like that. I was like, well, you know, that's just how it kind of happened. And so let's just pray about it, girl. I think we can do this. <laughs> and so here we are, everybody. Um, you know? And so, yeah, woo! <laughs> Tina's like, woo! But make time. There's something about just carve out some time to pray, to pray, to prepare and process. Take time to think about your future. Is that think? Take time to think about tomorrow. Don't worry about it, but think about it. The Bible says to look, as I read, look ahead. Look ahead. Think about what God's going to do. Take time. Not all the time. You know what I'm saying? we got to be thankful for today. And the Bible says do not give a care. No, I'm not talking about worry or anxiety. I'm talking about preparing and praying and processing what is my next step? What is my next step for the next year, God? What, what, is, what is that? So once again, I know I've said this a million times, but that's okay. Make time to prepare, pray, and process for your future. It's a powerful, powerful thing uh, within your walk with God. Here we go. Galatians 6 verse 10. Therefore, as we have opportunity, everybody say opportunity. Opportunity. Let us do good to all, especially to those who are of the household of faith. I'm going to say it again. Therefore, as we have opportunity, everybody say opportunity. All right, everybody say, say it again. Say opportunity. So let us do good. Look at your neighbor say, do good. Look at somebody say, be a do-gooder. All right? Do good to all, especially to those who are of the household of faith. And we're talking about happy Christmas. I'm saying you're going to have a happy Christmas when you think about your future, because when you start doing that, people, you start to discover you have something worth living for. You have something, there's something bigger than right now. There's something God's doing in 2019. The Bible says he inhabits eternity. I'm here to tell you, he's already there. Look at your neighbor and say, that's deep. That's deep. So all you're doing is saying, God, clue me in a little bit. What's going on up there? The Bible says that God inhabits eternity that eternity is in the heart of every man, that there's something about spending time with the God that is the Alpha and the Omega, and He's the in-between. He is all that, and then some. Come on, somebody. He is, He's got the whole thing covered. Spend time with the one that's already there. What? God's already there, okay? But here we go. Here's my second point. Here's my second and last point. I only got two today, all right? Uh, make a difference for someone. Do that this Christmas season. Make a difference for someone. There is no such thing as purpose outside of making a difference in somebody else's life. Purpose is not about me. It is not about my gifts. It is about making a difference in somebody else's life. Yes, your purpose will bring provision to you. Yes, your purpose is a blessing to you, but it is not about a blessing to you. Jesus came to this earth, and the Bible says that he did not come to be served, but to serve, to give his life a ransom for many. And the Bible says that the greatest in the kingdom of God will be servants of all. Purpose is spelled S-E-R-V-A-N-T. 
servant. I know, no amens on that one. I don't know, you're trying to spell it. You're like S-E-R. It's like my kids teaching them how to spell. And we'll be driving down the street. How do you spell cook? Cook, and I just, and it's like spelling bee in the car. Just, they're just random words. And they'll say a sentence. How do you spell, we'll see you tomorrow? I'm like, W-E apostrophe L-L. S-E-E, like they'll be throwing out whole sentences at us. Therefore, as we have opportunity, opportunity, opportunity means, means season, a fitting season, an opportune time. It refers to things coming to a head and to take all advantage of it. It speaks of a suitable time, a right moment or a divine moment that you have divine moments every day. There are opportunities that God has orchestrated for you to make a difference in somebody else's life. The happiest people are in the world in the world are those that are making a difference for somebody else. I'm telling you right now, happy Christmas. You know what? Happy happiness in and of itself is an unworthy goal but if you make somebody else happy I guarantee you you're going to be happy when you're a blessing to others it is a blessing to you so make a difference for someone here's my last scripture Acts chapter 10 verse 38 this is my final scripture Acts chapter 10 verse 38 once again therefore as we have opportunity I'm reading that other scripture once again before I read Acts 10 38 therefore as we have opportunity let us do good do good for somebody. Do, do good. Do good to all. Especially to those who are of the household of faith. Acts 10 verse 38. This is Jesus. And this is Peter preaching, actually. Peter's preaching this to, in, in Cornelius' house, who was, obviously, it was, a, it was an Italian household, and Jews did not go into a Gentile's house um, or didn't, didn't, um, did not socialize with Italians, let alone go in their house at this time. And so here's Peter in there, and this is what he says, how, good, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with them. I'm going to read it again. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, talking about our Savior. This is a Christmas season where we're celebrating the birth of Jesus. We're celebrating the birth of our Savior. We're celebrating that God is with us. He was anointed with the Holy Spirit with power, and he went about doing good. People that are filled with the Holy Spirit and the power of the Holy Spirit, the first thing it says here is that he did good. When in reference to Jesus, our Savior, that when he was anointed with the Holy Spirit and power, that people that are filled with the presence of God have a habit of doing good for others. Jesus, our example, filled with the Holy Spirit and with power, who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him the power of the holy spirit in our lives a sign of the power of the holy spirit is that we do good for somebody that we do good uh, the sign of a church that is filled with the holy ghost is that they're doing good to their community 
that they are they are doing good into the into the community doing good and healing all that healing uh, it's amazing what kind of healing can happen in somebody's soul when you simply do good for them because you don't know who you're doing good to what if their whole experience with people has been bad and then one person just does good doing good could be you just i don't know buying somebody a small gift giving giving them a hug saying hello smiling uh, um, serving them in some way finding that person that absolutely just gets on your nerves and just do good to them finding that person that you're just like oh I've never thought about like that about anyone, myself. Um, but doing good, you know, um, with our um, with our uh, handing out our stockings to all um, the kids. We have over sixty signed up. One in particular, I've been calling and reaching out to the people that have signed up, and I and um, I got to speak to a lady. She's a single woman. She lives in a shelter in downtown. Signed up both her kids. Uh, and she's going to be here on our Christmas service. That right there is worth everything we're doing. That, and she, she emailed me. She says, can I bring one of my friends? And I was like, absolutely not. No. Uh, it, was so, it was so interesting that she's like, can I bring a friend? And I'm thinking, why would you even feel like you had to ask? But I was like, absolutely. Anybody and everybody. She's like, I want it. She has, my friend has four kids. And, she, and I was like, Yes bring them do good for somebody this year let's let you know during the season i think sometimes the devil messes with us and and he gets us to think that man we it's pretty bad right now and i guarantee you there's somebody it's far worse somebody in your world's far worse and and there's times where you need to make time for yourself that was my first point take time think about pray about and process about your future but this this if you want a happy christmas take time to do make a difference for somebody because there's always there's always somebody in our world that is far worse than yours always 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 thank you for listening to the sanctuary la podcast tune in again next week and stay awesome and be blessed.